You're listening to the Film Marketing Academy podcast, the audio series dedicated to helping filmmakers create better film marketing campaigns faster. Join your host, Pascal Fintoni, for what promises to be an exciting and intriguing voyage of discovery filled with advice, stories, and film marketing ideas. Thank you for tuning in. And now, on with today's episode of the Film Marketing Academy podcast. Well, Pascal, the original Top Gun film was nearly 40 years ago, nearly 40 years ago. But the new version, Top Gun Maverick, is about to hit the cinemas. But we've been waiting three years from its original planned launch date. We'll get into all of those delays in a moment. But shall we luxuriate in the trailer? Here we go. In three, two, one. What do we have here? Yeah, here I thought we were special. Fellas, this here's Bagman. Hangman. Whatever. What the hell kind of mission is this? Everyone here is the best there is. Who the hell are they gonna get to teach us? Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Let me be perfectly blunt. You are not my first choice. You are here at the request of Admiral Kazansky, AKA Iceman. He seems to think that you have something left to offer the Navy. What that is, I can't imagine. With all due respect, sir, I'm not a teacher. Just want to manage expectations. What the hell? Good morning, aviators. This is your captain speaking. And we're off. Here we go. In three, two, one. We're going into combat on a level no living pilot's ever seen. Not even him. You think up there you're dead. Believe me. My dad believed in you. I'm not gonna make the same mistake. Someone's not coming back from this. Those are your pilots. Anything happens to them. You'll never forgive yourself. No turning back now. Yet. Oh, I don't know about you, but I, that was another shiver down the spine, Pascal. I've watched this trailer so many times, <laughs> I'm almost picture perfect now. And do you know what's interesting is I didn't feel the need... And I'm not going to say that the rest. I didn't feel the need for a sequel. <laughs> but when when it was announced, as we'll see in a moment, with a cheeky little teaser from Tom Cruise himself, 2018, I went, ooh, that could get interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's 
as we say, it's 40 years ago, isn't it, since the original one? And and I'm just trying to think, if you really were a jet fighter pilot like, like Maverick is, would you still be flying jets 40 years on from when you were flying them the first time? I mean, there's obviously a little bit of theatrical license going on here, but I would have thought that Maverick will have long since retired to some tropical island somewhere well maybe that's what's happening we don't know we'll see the moment we don't know they've been they've been this is a tight and controlled marketing campaign so maybe that's what's happened you know maverick was happily riding motorbikes and going fast in different types of vehicle and he's been called back in to train obviously the younger pilot but um just very quickly i remember going to cinema in bordeaux in france in 1986 to go and see uh top gun and what was interesting was we have um, um, what's called the cinema, the week of the cinema, La, La Semaine du Cinema, where you go to the cinema in the morning, you pay your full fee, and then any other screening is only one pound. Ah. So you, you just spend the whole day in the cinema. I hope they still do that. So we, we went to see Top Gun, I think it was our second and third movie, already getting a bit, you know, kind of uh, squared eyed and tired, but that was such a delight and for, for me as well it didn't, i was the generation where we were looking for our action heroes i mean i grew up watching obviously my dad we used to watch and i remained a big fan of clint eastwood and all the others but we needed someone that could take the um the, the mental and so tom cruise was doing that in top gun as much as top gun 1986 has its critics for all the reason people dislike the movie, it's the reason why I love the movie so much. And very, very quickly, what a um, coup and shudder for Tony Scott to have pulled this off as an indie filmmaker. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit cheesy, isn't it, Top yeah, That's why we like it's, it. It's, an, it's, it's, it's the equivalent of, a, of an 80s MTV video. You've got shoulder pads. I think Kelly McGillis's hair was, it might have might not have been permed, but it was certainly big hair, wasn't it? Um, fabulous um, aerial combat scenes, though. I mean, bit of humour, mm-hmm. lot of humour. Um, uh, you know, it, the, the cast was great as well, and it's it's just one of those films that you can you can just smile about. The song by Berlin, you know, "Take My Breath Away." Mm. What an incredible title for the "Take My Breath Away," because literally some of those flying sequences did take your breath away. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, it's not. Is it the best film of the nineteen eighties? No, we we've reviewed more films here on Two Geeks, which I would place higher in my list but it's just got that sort of cheesy 80s fun exciting combination which just means it's the sort of film you can pick up if you're feeling a little bit down you want a bit of a boost for all sorts of reasons you know stick top gun on and you'll be smiling within 10 minutes i would say so what they've done interestingly so so the question that i suppose we can explore you and i is how do you manage and deal with a three-year delay? You know, uh, yeah. that to me, uh, I mean, uh, you know, there's so many movies we've talked about, Roger, where they've been delayed because of yeah. the pandemic. I mean, it's going to take years before we stop using that as almost a, a hook into into our, our reviews. So so that to me is, is interesting. Uh, I love the idea of exploring how they kept it so tight and controlled. We're going to see in a moment that there's not a lot of material and asset being revealed, but for me, it's also exploiting, you know, and use, leading onto your strength, the aircraft, 
the mm. training that they went through that has been used a lot in the communication and of course the nostalgia so i'm assuming that if you were not around in the 80s then you may have gone back to actually the 4k release that was only a few months ago of the original one because you want to understand the journey of the character because in this one maverick has to be facing his own demons yeah absolutely right and but we come back to it time and time again you know you've described this as a very tight and controlled marketing campaign with no danger of message fatigue but is that not just a, a different way of saying keeping it simple <laughs> i think that that could be true because i've been wondering about it you know i said We've been in situation before where we've looked at the campaign and say, "Come on, guys, you could have done better here." You know that that that, that light imagination, or you didn't really think it through. It feels to me that this is intentional. This is not a lack of resource or idea. This is right. You know, we can't sustain audience goodwill for three years, and goodness, they have so many as the others were reviewed, like No Time to Die and Death on the Nile, and so on. They've had so many false starts. It must have been so frustrating. And so what we have are three key elements we're going to review today. The video marketing strategy, the, the posters, what they've done about it, and we're going to highlight the social media. Because in fact, on that very point, if you look at the Instagram account, for the last three years, give or take, there are, they are only 53 to 55 posts, which is frankly very, very low for a three-year campaign, but that's on purpose. It, I, I wonder whether the nostalgia thing is incredibly important here. Even for people like you and I who grew up with this film, compared to people who, were, who were, weren't born, or who have gone back to, to experience the first film, I'm just trying to think, is this maybe the longest gap between an original and a sequel? You know, I mean, I'm thinking other films we've, we've um, talked about on the show, Judge Dredd versus the more recent Dredd, the second Dread film wasn't a sequel to the first one, so I don't really count that in the same breath. All the other film franchises, like the Bond films and, and things like that, there hasn't been that 40-year gap almost between the original and the sequel. I, I just can't think of another film franchise where the gap's been so big. So maybe that is why the nostalgia effect is so so big and maybe that's what has given them the ability to keep it tight and controlled because th that that imagery from such a long time ago is still embedded in a lot of people's heads uh, i would agree and uh, as i mentioned to you as a fan i didn't feel the, the the need for a sequel i wasn't asking for it i wasn't looking for mm. it i mean there's been the occasional uh, kind of fake news literally in, in the media um and it wasn't really until 18 2017 18 that tom cruise uh, during a tv chat show said yes we're going ahead with what was called then top gun 2 um, uh -huh. because i think i can't remember when we had the reveal of the title maverick but um, that, that came much later but we are talking about a film with aspiration to be released in the kind of summer autumn of 2019 yeah and and the first trailer the, and we're talking about the, the video strategy here the first trailer was july 2019 so the original delay wouldn't have been for the pandemic would it no, it was some uh, music and still wanted to fine-tune and get better, um, essentially, scenes with the, with the aircrafts. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so what, did, what was... The, the original trailer was shown at San Diego Comic-Con and it was a surprise. Oh, yes. by, by, that must have gone down absolutely amazing. Can you imagine that? Um, but, yeah, again, it, if you look at, 
look on YouTube now, 37 million views. Yeah, that's and 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 people still go back to it. I mean, actually, just because we're going to compare things, the very last trailer that we saw a moment ago, which was only released uh, four to five weeks ago now, um, twenty million views. So it's just going to beat the 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 record. So at the time they 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 did the the reveal, which sometimes I'm so envious of our US friends where they can have shows like this. They did the reveal. And the campaign online through Paramount Pictures in particular began with a reveal of the hashtag, which surprisingly yep. is Top Gun, not Top Gun Maverick, but there we are. And of course, the socials and Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So again, not using too many channels as we sometimes can see. And then fans are expecting this movie to be released and there's some, uh, some announcements. So in December 2019... Back then, we may have the, the early murmurs, maybe what's happening in China, but they're still looking for a release in 2020. We have essentially a mini documentary, would you say, called yeah. Um, yeah. Real Flying, Real G-Forces, Pure Adrenaline, which is doing two things. It's showcasing the new camera technology to be inside the mm-hmm. cockpit. I mean, my goodness, when people go and see this and the IMAX, it's going to be just something else, and go behind the scene of the prep and the, um, the production. Yeah, and of course, we all know that Tom Cruise is renowned for doing his own stunts, isn't he? You know, he genuinely jumped out of that aeroplane in Mission Impossible. Um, was he actually in these jets, or was it all um, CGI oh, trickery? Oh, oh, my goodness, Roger, he's a qualified pilot. Ah, I knew Basically, it, I knew it. Do you know in the Mission Impossible Fallout... That's him flying the helicopter and taking oh, all the risks and so on. And are, he was being told off by the director because he kept smiling whilst flying the helicopter because it was meant to be <laughs> a scary scene. So have you ever seen the movie, um, oh my goodness, what is it called? A sci-fi movie where you know time repeats itself. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got many titles, hasn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. End of Tomorrow, uh, Live, Die, Repeat, whatever it's called. All those, yeah. So, well, he's the one flying the massive helicopter landing in London. So, no, it's so he actually was instrumental, as you'll see in the next documentary, in even training some of the actors to be better um, kind of co-pilots. So that was just um, incredible. But what he was showing is, is actually the G-force and the discomfort and what they went through. Then on the 2nd of February 2020, still hoping to have a summer 2020 release, was the Super Bowl 32nd ad. You know, I've commented about the Super Bowl and the event that it is in the US, and we had a 32nd advert for um, Maverick with a release date to be 26 June, and, well, we know what happened soon after. Yeah, and, and of course, soon after that, August 2021, they obviously knew that there was going to be a delay by then, but they released the first 13 minutes of the film at CinemaCon. Can you imagine that, seeing the first 13 minutes and then maybe having to wait two years more to see the rest of it? So we need to create our own UK CinemaCon because this is unacceptable that (laughs) all our US friends are having all the funds all of the time. And they they obviously managed to keep that under wraps. I bet they must have to have have 
searched everybody <laughs> after that screening and and made sure nobody had filmed it or managed I, to copy it because none of it's got out there. I'd imagine that's that has to be the case completely. Yeah. So m- more delays, and I think you know, like all production companies, they have to kind of roll with the punches. So to keep things going, they did a couple of other things. So for example, in February twenty twenty two, which is um, you know this year, so we have a long time period where you know not much is said apart from what's happening on social media, which we're going to review in a minute. But they had a partnership with Porsche, which is uh, the vehicle that is featured in the film. And they have a race between the aircraft used on the, the film and the car. And people can decide who's going to win, Maverick or the car. Oh, that's that's almost the sort of thing that Clarkson would have done on Top Gear a long time ago, isn't it? But, indeed. But... And actually, as a little nod to Top Gear, Tom Cruise was indeed um, you know, one of the stars uh, driving a average-priced car. Absolutely was as well. Yeah, absolutely. Being chased by a jet down the uh, runway at, uh, at the Top Gear track, no doubt. <laughs> so on 29th then, of March, sorry to interrupt you, 29th right. of March, we have the trailer that we just saw a moment ago. So this is called the new official trailer, which is what they have to do because, of course, you can't just keep playing the same trailer over and over again. But again, uh, apart from some new images and maybe leaning more into the conflict between, obviously, Maverick and you know, the, the other characters, we just don't know enough about the story, which I think is so exciting. Yeah, they've kept it well under wraps, and I think it's actually a genius thing uh, to focus in on things like the, the G-forces, like you've said, and and this this most recent video, which has literally been in the last couple of days, is called the most intense f- film training ever. Uh, and the, the actual uh, thumbnail of Tom Cruise, it looks like he's being squashed flat by the G-forces. But they're, they're playing in, you know, they're not really revealing anything about the story. They're just playing into the into the aircraft, into the technology. And, and that's exciting, but it's very clever as well because they're not giving anything away. No, absolutely. And, and I think, therefore, it's this idea of we've worked hard for you, the audience, the wait has been worth it and, you know, looking forward to seeing you on the big screen. You're right. I mean, the time of recording um, this episode, this most intense film training ever is barely four days old. It's already getting mm-hmm. so, so many views. But that is it. I mean, in a three-year kind of time span, this is the, you know, the content from the video marketing strategy. And they almost follow the same logic with the posters because um, we had the, the first reveal in line with you know all the other announcement of the initial poster, which I must say is so, so good. So for people mm. listening as opposed to watching us as well, we have a photo of what we believe to be Tom Cruise wearing a um, kind of flying jack with all sorts of different kind of blasons and, and stitched on um, marks looking into the sky for a, an aircraft and this idea of, well, I'm on the ground now, I'm not flying anymore, others are, are doing that. And it's superbly lit with what must be um, a, a sunset type of imagery. Uh, I like it a lot, I must say. Yeah, I I love the second one, the second okay. post, which was released December 2019. Again, you've got a picture of Tom Cruise on the ground, leaning against an old-style propeller aircraft, probably from World War II style, looking up at the sky. And, of course, in the sky, there's a couple of jets flying over, leaving a vapor trail behind them. Blue sky, beautiful, beautiful poster. I could I could well have that as my screensaver. It, it is a very nice one. one. Yeah. 
Yeah. On the 29th of March, to coincide with the, the launch of the reveal of the new trailer and so on, we have the late, latest poster. And I must say, Roger, I don't like it as much as the others. We, we, it's almost expected. You know, we have Tom Cruise fully kitted up, holding the the, um, the helmet with the term, you know, his name Maverick. We've got the um, F-18 behind him um, with that sunset, sunrise kind of glow. But I don't know. I think it lacks, you know, the, the, the appeal and the aesthetics of the others. doesn't have the, the mystery. The others suggest, as you say, I'm on the ground, somebody else is up there having fun, and that's not me. Whereas this is just saying, I'm back in the cockpit, I've got my kit on, I've got my um, bum on an aircraft seat, I'm shooting up there into the sky. It, it sort of takes away that anticipation and it, it doesn't hint as much at the story i think that's possibly why yeah because it, the, the first two this this the conflict about do i want to go back um because i think you know what we can understand particularly if you've seen the uh, the 1986 um you know a movie there's obviously a sense of loss there's a sense of guilt you've got all that that we're going to see the character dealing with and that's probably why in addition to to age, that it stopped uh, flying. Just very very quickly on on that very point about you know what happened in 1986. So obviously Maverick is flying with Goose, you know, played by Anthony yeah. Edwards, and we have as part of the um, the conflict and, and the character development, we have um, you know the son who had mm. the um, um, kind of um, term the term where they used um, rooster uh-huh. and. The actor Miles Taylor looks so much like Anthony Edwards. That's really mm. quite a, a lovely bit of casting, isn't it? Absolutely fantastic. So, so then we get into the social media, mm-hmm. and again, you know, there's there's uh, feel the need is one of the strap lines that they're they're using, and and, and that goes back for to May two thousand and eighteen. Yeah, so Tom Cruise is on set, we think he's on set, and that is done with uh, Mission Impossible, we reviewed before. He just does yeah. one shot and usually keep, puts a little cryptic um, phrase. And this one was hashtag day one, so they were began, they began obviously, um, filming production in, in that one. So it was May 2018, which therefore you can understand why they had aspiration for the movie to be released a, a, year, a year later. But in terms of social media, again, very, very controlled. So highlights would include, for example, in March 2020, the 27th, which is a date that many of us can remember forever when lockdown <laughs> began globally. Then the Top Gun official Twitter um, account released Zoom backgrounds <laughs> offering fans around the world. Genius, isn't it? I mean, I can't think, I'm sure there have been other Zoom backgrounds as part of marketing campaigns, but this the at the time the timing was just spot on i mean that is just utter genius and they're quite good as well i wouldn't mind those <laughs> well the one where you know that in, in the trailers where we have uh, maverick flying upside down as he's done in the first one over the yeah. snowy mountains this is the one you want to have if you have luck enough to have a leather jacket you could really pull it off <laughs> yeah absolutely I, and i love the way that they've tied into as well birthdays and events mm of some of the members of the cast. There was even a nice Top Gun tweet on Father's Day in 2020, you know, wishing all the dads a high-flying Father's Day from Top Gun. And, of course, the, the image there of the fighter screaming over the desert landscape is is a beautiful image. Yeah, the other thing that's celebrated, which I wasn't aware of, Roger, that um, it's kind of a fan-made celebration, but 13th of May every year is Top Gun Day. 
So uh-huh. I think um, we should adopt that, and um, Yana should find a way to be watching Top Gun, <laughs> or maybe do the both of them. Ah, they won't be out because that's only out on the twenty seventh of May. But Top Gun Day is a thing, yeah, by the fans. And Tom Cruise himself tweeted about it and sent a picture of him, you know, how that work on, on the movie, which I'm sure was the delight of many fans around the world. And then they obviously started sharing uh, stuff on. TV shows, Graham Norton show, etc. Little snippets, exclusive coverage. That's pretty standard film marketing, isn't it, really? It is, uh, but sometimes overlooked. So uh, if you're a fan of the movie franchise, but also Tom Cruise, I highly recommend you seek out the Graham Norton show from April 2021 on YouTube because the interview um, is just stunning. Again, it, you, can, you watch it, actually, and your heart goes out to Tom Cruise, who believes still in April 2021 that the release will be soon, not literally a year later. Um, but <laughs> wonderful stories it tells. And yes, one thing they did which I suspect they do across what they call territories is exclusive deals with a specific magazine or a specific radio station or broadcaster. And in this case, Total Film, a magazine that I used to buy all the time for decades. Eventually, I had too many copies in, in the house. They had the complete <laughs> access to, to Maverick the movie, and it's almost like a Tom Cruise Top Gun takeover the magazine. Yeah, and... I'd be interested to hear what people who are listening and watching to the show think of all of this. Has this really whetted your appetite, made you excited for Top Gun Maverick, or is it just a too is it too tightly um, controlled, as Pascal says? Is it not revealed enough to to get you interested in going to see this film, or or is in is nostalgia enough? Uh, don't forget, you can talk to us by using the speak pipe on the Two Geeks in a Marketing Podcast website. And talking about websites, Pascal, what do you think of the the Top Gun Maverick website itself? So the Is official... It too, uh, the, too, too simplistic? Yeah, the official website, topgunmovie.com. Do you know, it felt like... Um, almost someone's forgotten they had a website. When you first go on it, <laughs> they, they, they have just the bare essentials. I was thinking, where's the online experience? But then when you think about how they dealt with social media and the posters and video marketing and so on, maybe it makes sense to have also a website which is just enough, you know, and mm. they've not gone for the kind of things you and I have seen in the past with a lot of the um, audience participation, contributions, competitions, uh, quizzes, you know, treasure hunts, and so on. But it does feel like someone just put the website to have the trailer, a very, very short synopsis about the movie, and a cast list, and then that's that. And yeah. it's intriguing, isn't it? Again, maybe it comes back to the fact that they're just thinking, you know, the nos- the, we're, we're really playing the nostalgia card here. Well, we're, we're hoping that the reputation of the first film, even though it's nearly 40 years ago, and the passion that people have for that who can remember watching it as children com- combined with the excitement of people who've just discovered it for themselves more recently is enough to promote this film. And, and I hope that they're right, and they probably are. And it will be very interesting to see what the box office is like for this film when it hits the screens in May. What is interesting for me is that this episode will be published on the 27th of um, April, 
four weeks to the day before the official release on the 27th of May. And, oh, by the way, you know, back to the um, CinemaCon, the lucky so-and-so who've got tickets are going to get a preview of the movie way before anyone in the world again, which I think is just such a tease. But four weeks still left for the campaign to run. I'm just intrigued, and, you know, we're going to keep track of it, seeing what else are they going to do, or are they going to do actually just very little because they don't have to? I think that we're going to probably have to come back and probably for the first time in Two Geeks in the Marketing Podcast, maybe we'll have to review the marketing again for Top Gun Maverick because as you said, we don't know what's going to happen in the next month. There may be a lot to come or they may carry on in the minimalistic way that they've gone so far. So I'm excited. I know you are excited. I know this is one of the films you've been looking forward to so much. And I suspect we could carry on talking about it for a little bit longer. But we are starting to run out of time, Pascal. So I'd like to draw this episode, episode 75, to a close. Thank you, everyone, so much for watching and listening. Don't forget to give us your feedback on Speedpipe, on Twitter, wherever you want to. LinkedIn is fine too. We'd love to hear your reviews, suggestions, comments, questions, whatever you might have. Until the next episode, remember, go out there and make sure that your marketing is done right. I was Roger Edwards and he was Pascal Fintoni. Thank you for listening to the Film Marketing Academy podcast, the audio series dedicated to helping filmmakers create better film marketing campaigns faster. For more information about our film marketing consultancy and training services, go to filmmarketingacademy.com and book your free discovery video call. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe and follow your host on social media for more updates. 